It's 2023, and there are over 100 episodes of conflicting information. As this guy learns and takes new directions and shares his own opinions, like it or not. Welcome to the VO Life, a podcast for those who are trying to figure out how to build a career in VO from a guy who just seems to always learn the hard way. Now here's your host, Troy Holden. Hey, 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 and welcome back to the VO Life. It seems like, and I guess it's just my imagination, it seems like I haven't uh, recorded anything in forever, but it's actually only been a little over a week. I think the, uh, the turmoils of life, you know, have made things seem like the things got away. Uh, what, a, what a year we've had here. Uh, lost another animal this week and uh, a sweet, sweet um, husky German shepherd mix that was uh, had the biggest personality. He's just been such a blessing and um, really hard. We, we kind of watched him deteriorate over the last year with his hips and his back. And it just got too hard for him. And, uh, you know, you, you try to do the right thing. And and um, when it's time for him to go, it's time to go. But still so, so sad and heart-wrenching because he, uh, uh, he was the dog my wife had when, when we met and when we got married. And we moved him out here, of course. And he really enjoyed farm life. He overly enjoyed it for a while and uh, was visiting neighbors and killing chickens and and other stuff so we had to fence the backyard and teach him you know you're going to be in the fence then you can go out with us and you got to quit this wandering and it took a while but it got there and and he was just just a fantastic dog really going to miss him uh sammy do was his name not scooby-doo but sammy do and we just did that because he talked so much that's that husky in them they've got a heck of a personality and uh Anyway, you know, life goes on, but it takes a lot out of you. You have to go through that, <clears throat> and it's tough. It's just tough. Um, today, I want to talk about a thing that is, uh, it just kind of hit me the other day, and I remembered going through this in different jobs, other jobs, not voiceover. Uh, when I first got into, um, well, well, let me turn it way back. When I got out of school, I went into the textile machinery industry when there used to be garment factories in the United States. And I learned about the machines and the parts and the factories, and we did all that. And then NAFTA came like 12 years later and just wiped that industry out. It's literally gone uh, unless you're a specialty. You know, if you you know have a leather shop and stuff like that, a lot of that's still around. But all those sewing factories that were in all those small towns are pretty much dried up and gone. There's not much made in the States anymore uh, related to clothes. But I learned that industry. I learned a lot about that industry. I don't remember a lot of it anymore because I got out of it around 1992 or three. And then I went into the automotive industry and I went to work at Nissan. And boy, I thought I didn't know anything, but it was surprised me that I learned some of the work habits and things I did in the textile industry. I was doing a lot of the things they did at Nissan with how you laid out your tools and how you did this and that and things done a certain way in a certain order every time to make it robust and to make it repeatable. Um, so, you know, I was learning that. I didn't know a lot about the efficiencies of a uh, car plant. I didn't know what the dimming methods were, you know, that the, that was taught to the Japanese in, in automotive. 
But then in uh, 2000, I'd left there and went to a tier supplier who made parts for Nissan. And when I walked in there, you know, I, I didn't know what I knew. I was surprised that I had so much I could share and, and show them to make things better. And your voiceover journey is going to be a lot like that as well. You're going to start out a blank slate, green as a gourd, as we say in the South, and you're not going to know a heck of a lot. Uh, you've got a lot to learn. But then a few years later, you all of a sudden don't really realize how much you have learned and how much you now know. So you may become a mentor to somebody or you may become someone in an accountability group. And and I guess the reason all this came together as we launched the uh, the new podcast uh, called It's Another VO Podcast, because there's just not enough of them. Um, this came to me as, as I worked through the accountability group that I'm in with those two guys. And that's why we decided to, to do the podcast. I, we don't know if it's something that'll catch on. We don't know how long it'll last, but we're having fun doing it. Um, we, we see that as we grow and as we learn, you know, and we can help each other, and that is what we should do. That is what community is. Um, you'll all of a sudden realize you're developing your own methods, your own way of breaking something down, your own way of auditioning. I, I have paid for consults with people to show me their ways, you know, so it would help me and speed me up. And I don't think I'm doing it exactly like anybody I ever met with. I, I had already had some, some methods in place, and I may have expanded on it or made it a little better, a little faster. I may have made some changes, but it's pretty much my method. I didn't really, I didn't really copy anybody else. I think the dog barked, sorry. Um, so I had to, you know, I forged that path. And when I work with people and do consults or we work in in, the, in this uh, environment of, um, you know, our, our, our group or our accountability group, and we share some things, and we said this in that first podcast, you know, the dog's going nuts out there. Uh, we just had storms come through. Maybe she's barking at the cold air. I don't know. But anyway, we, you know, we, we had that mentioned in that first episode that we don't share with each other what we learn from other coaches. Now, Alden and I both coached with the same coach so that, you know, we can talk about that stuff and how we're applying it. But we don't share that with Jake, but we're encouraging Jake to go to this coach. So, and then we can talk about that stuff. You know, how's it working? How's it working for you? What are you doing different? But what you're going to find is you're going to forge your own path. There can be 60 people trying to, to succeed in voiceover, and they all 60 may have a different path, a different method. We don't go from A to Z in exactly the same way. Um, we audition differently. We interpret differently. You know, I, I've been I've been with some fantastic coaches, and I'm still coaching regularly with one um, once a month. And and I may expand to somebody else later for some different ideas. But the thing is, I have developed now a method for me to how I get into the script, how I break it down, how I do my A/B takes. You know, uh, it, it, and it works for me. Doesn't mean it would work for you. 
but you have to build that. And then you'll, like I said, you'll come to the knowledge one day of going, man, you know, I'm, I'm getting to where I'm okay at this. I'm, I can, I can get through it. Is there a, um, is there a thing of full-time and part-time and how much knowledge you have? No, I don't, I don't fully think so. I think there are a lot of people who probably are still working another job who are very knowledgeable in what they're doing. Um, I do think, though, with you being in the, in this full-time, you're you're exposed to more stuff. You, you are involved in more things. I mean, I know I, I listen to a lot more uh, either podcast or people's YouTube uh, broadcast when they're doing, you know, things about ask me anything or or they're just doing informational stuff. Um, I, I find that I'm more hungry for more knowledge. Now, can you get overfed? Sure. You can get too much too fast and you're going to be really confused as to what you should do and how you should do it. So, you know, be careful with that too. But I, I want you to know you will wake up one day and realize that You've got way more knowledge than you think you have. Um, the, a time will come when you're just going to say, I know more than I thought I did. Um, going through that in any type of job, you know, if you ever went in and and yeah, I, I remember my first job, I was 14 years old. You guys remember Bonanza, the restaurants? And, you know, I didn't even really know until a few years ago that that uh, Dan Blocker, the guy that played Hoss on Bonanza, he owned those. I didn't know that. And Ponderosas. Um, that was kind of cool, but I, I should have figured it out by the name. But anyway, that was my first job. So, you know, I got called in on high school homecoming night. We had two high schools there in town. And I think they one of them was having a homecoming. And, and, of course, back then, you know, you're talking 1978, maybe, 79. I don't remember, 70. No, probably 77, 78. I'm trying to remember because I graduated in 81 and had to been, I had to been a freshman because uh, I was 14. But anyway, um, I go in and, and you're going to bust tables. And here's the, here's the, the pan that you put everything in and you here's how you do it and you scrape this off and you do this and you stack your glasses and you put your silverware in this little thing and then you bring it back there and the dishwasher guy will take it well my gosh bonanza back then they would line you know you had to go through the line and get your food they'd be lined out the door on the sidewalk and this was at mercury plaza in murfreesboro tennessee um but they'd be out on the sidewalk and you had to go through and, you know, you got your, your tray and your drink and your number and, you, you know, you didn't usually get your food. They had to bring it to the table because, you know, but holy smokes, it was so crowded and I, I couldn't keep up. And I had nightmares. I can remember having nightmares about trying to hurry up and, you know, the floor was wet and your shoes got grease on them and it was like you're ice skating and man, what a. What a rough first job. But you know what? I haven't stopped working since. I think that was, uh, I started there like right on my birthday. I just turned, I think I, I was about to turn 15. I was, I think I was 14 and I turned 15 somewhere in there. And um, yeah, so it was like crazy. Um, but then I got lucky and got a job at a grocery store. So it was a whole lot better and uh, enjoyed that. And then I got one driving a delivery truck. But you had to relearn every time, right? You go to the grocery store, you got to learn how to bag stuff, how to put stuff out on, on the shelves, where to go get it. How do you, back then we had those little pricing guns, you know, katunk, 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 katunk. And they even had the ones with the ink in them 
that you bounced up and down on top of the cans, you know, that put the ink on top of the can, like 29 cents and whatever. But you had to learn how to do all that, right? And it's, and it's just like this. It's no different. But what happens is a few months later, a new guy would come in and they say, hey, would you show him how to do all that? And you thought, oh, yeah, I know how to do that. You know, and, and you, you would show them. This is no different. And I think that's what's great about accountability groups and all that. And I know we're overlapping on the other podcast, but this is more about, you know, more than you think you do. And there'll come a time where you'll have an opportunity to share it and it'll make you feel good to be able to share some of that stuff. I think that's a great thing. Um, I hope everybody is having (laughs) a better week than I have had overall. Um, It's been tough, but you know, the thing is sometimes when you, you know, screw your head back on a little tighter and get back in the booth and start doing some things, do a podcast, uh, get your auditions done, uh, pick up a couple of uh, jobs, some nice warm leads this week. I got added to uh, two more production house rosters this week. The email marketing is just been fantastic if you can dig and find the right um, contacts to reach out to. I got a really nice reply back from a guy up in Canada who said, "We know, you know, most of the things I do are Canadian, da-da-da. But he said, let me just say this. Your email and your approach and your website and even your information sheet where you mentioned your mentors, he said, that's just all fantastic. I enjoyed listening to your demos and reading all your stuff. Thanks for sending it. And I am going to hold on to your name just in case, but, any, you know, I could kind of tell I probably won't get any work. But what great feedback as a marketer, right, for somebody to tell you this is really well presented. And that's what you're hoping when people open and see your your emails or whatever it is. Now, er, occasionally, I don't think I've ever got a, a really like, I don't know why you sent me this email, but I have had people say, you know, something like, yeah, it's just not a fit for us, which that's good because you can, you put them in the no pile and you're done with it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Well, the good news is tomorrow, today, I, this is recorded May 16th. Tomorrow's the 17th. We've been without air conditioning this year and it's been pretty hot. Uh, it's getting up in the mid 80s uh, the last several days. And uh, luckily, it cools off pretty nice at night. You know, you know, the windows are up and we got fans pulling the air in the windows, but tomorrow they are coming out and putting in the new AC system, and I may possibly not have to keep using my portable in the booth um, because they're going to add a vent in my studio, and it's so far away from where the unit is, I don't think I'll even know that it's on, and it'll at least drop some cool air in here. So I may or may not still have to use the extra, but it'll be kind of nice to have the vent uh, right up there above me and um, kind of in behind the sound panels up there and hopefully it'll work. So I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, there's always, you know, this is life, right? We're always going to have the tragedies and the ups and the downs. Uh, It's the same way with VO. It's the same way with anything you're doing. I did get to walk out to the mailbox today and I pulled out, uh, the envelopes and I'm flipping through and I thought, hey, that's from my agent. I haven't booked anything lately. What is that? And I open it up and look and it was for a, um, oh gosh, the word leaves me. Of course it leaves me. Uh, I always call them a spec ad or a spec commercial where somebody's doing it to a pitch. It was a pitch to a pretty large um, uh, 
convenience store retailer thing and whatever. And it was like, you know, I think it was like 250 per part that you read for and if they used it. So I got paid for one of the parts and I couldn't remember it. So I came back and found found the thing this morning. But that, it's always isn't it always good to go to the mailbox and get a surprise like that. And I got that one. And and, um, you know, some of the things to kind of help brighten uh, brighten your day when things just just haven't been fantastic. Um, anyway, you guys know how that is. All you pet lovers out there, you know, you you know, uh, animal lovers. And gosh, we've got uh, two more dogs here. We've got there are uh, three cats that are ours and two that belong to my uh, stepdaughter that are here. So five cats are here and 11 horses. So there's a lot of heart and soul, you know, uh, here with us and animals. They're just, uh, and I don't mean it in a bad way, but sometimes they're a whole lot nicer and a whole lot sweeter than people, you know. And I think that's why we love them so much because they they love you back 100% no matter what. And uh, that's what makes life fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Sammy Do, this one's for you, pal. Um we're really going to miss you, and and uh, he used to lay right outside uh, on the outside wall where he could hear me during the day. He could hear me talking in here all day, and uh, he really liked it when I put in the portable AC because I had to run a vent like a like off a, a dryer, a clothes dryer, and it had to you know blow the air out, you know, so it could circulate in here. And he would lay under that vent and let it hit him on his back some during the summer. You know, at least it was moving air. You know, when it's 100 degrees outside, at least it helps. But uh, that was his spot. He liked that in the summer. So, yep, on we go. And and it's what we do. And, um, yep, it's what we do. Well, thanks a lot for tuning in to this episode. I believe we are somewhere in the neighborhood of episode 106. And uh, let's close it out. And and do jump over and listen to the other one. It is called It's Another VO Podcast. And it's with myself, Alden Schoenberg, and Jake Sanders. Uh, Three very different views, very different paths, very different journeys, but we're helping each other and we're very accountable to each other. Uh, First thing in the morning, there's usually a message from Jake. Hey, fellas, I hope you're up. He's our positive guy. Hope you're up and and ready to go. Let's kill it today. You know, and then whatever's going on during the day, we're usually messaging back and forth. I got this, you know, from so-and-so. Jake and I are on some of the same rosters and I'll never get the jobs he gets because he's got that young, youthful, millennial, great voice. Uh, Alden's got that silky, smooth, Midwestern voice, and I've got my voice. And we're, we just don't see each other's competition. And I think that's why we're able to work together so well uh, that we can we have so much to share with each other, and it's a big help. Um, okay, enough about that, but please do go listen. I, I would like to see it take off. And we, who knows? We may end up merging these two podcasts. We, we talked a little bit about just doing it here and having them on this podcast, and that could happen. We may do that because we've got some momentum here and we can just keep going. Um, and it may be hard to get the other one going because, gosh, it took me a while to get this one going and, and to get where it was, you know, getting several downloads. But uh, anyway, jump over and listen. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, we pick on Jake a lot, especially in the intros and the outros and some of the skits we do. We're trying to make it 
as entertaining as possible and fun to listen to. And um, that's what it's all about. This podcast has become more about the business of VO and and uh, a little more about that side of it, more than the performance or the demos or the, the gear. We seem to talk more here about, you know, the, the business side of it. And on there, you're going to hear a really big mix of building your own accountability group, how to do that, where to find people, um, things that we talk about and do. And we're actually going to play it week by week is what we dealt with, you know, each week and share that. So jump over there and join us. Hope to see you there. That's It's Another VO Podcast. Thank you for being a part of The VO Life. I appreciate you being here as much. And I will be back hopefully in another week. And it'll probably be time to start up the short series as the weather's getting warm. And we'll start hitting these things in those five to seven minute increments and and, uh, hitting them and moving on. Everybody have a great one. I'm Troy Holden, your blue collar voice of choice. See you next time. This podcast was produced under the authority of the Podcast Police, who may or may not have investigated the host and guests prior to broadcasting. Any unlawful statements will be investigated further and persecuted to the fullest extent of the podcast law. Well, whistle me Dixie.